You're listening to Longkang Kitties. Hello everyone, welcome to an episode of Longkang Kitties. This is Jawa, your most handsome non-exposer, non-flasher ever on the face of the planet. Today we have the whole crew back together again. Angie, Dan Wong and Jerry, how are you folks doing today? I take umbrage of your statement. You have definitely exposed yourself, sir, to one person, at least one person in your life. You exposer. You exhibitionist. I expose myself to at least one person. You expose yourself to all of us, okay? <laughs> we saw that fucking lobang in your fucking pants. So you have technically no, no, flashed remember all of us. That, he like, took off his shirt. Where he took off his shirt yeah. and then burned all of our eyes, our retinas. Guys, to show dominance. Listen, when, when, when you take off your clothes in front of somebody else, it is 100% a show of dominance. Pure animal primal magnetism and power. That's what I'm trying to communicate. And that's what the people in Singapore are trying to communicate too with the recent spate of people exposing themselves. I mean, it'll be, it'll be like power if you have like a fit and muscular body, uh, but yours is just a bag of milk. Well, even <laughs> that shows how secure I am in my doughy goblin body. <laughs> are goblins doughy? Goblin should be quite fit one, though. I thought goblins are like scrawny and bony types. Yeah, but I, I'm a goblin who's doughy. So you're like a dwarf lah. I fucking told you I'm a goblin already. Why did you have to keep on like, you know, misclassing me, NG? Garden gnome? <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing it again. I, did, I, I don't know, man. I, halfling, I mean, halfling. We, hey, NG, you talk about it's cultural sensitivity. Not. You talk about, you know, these, these ethnic and sens- sensibilities. And then now here I am telling you I would like to be addressed as a goblin and you call me a garden gnome. You call me a dwarf. The fuck is this, bro? You, you think you know me better than me? Yeah. <laughs> I want to go off on a bit of a side tangent because this is funny as hell. Remember when Dungeon and Dragon tried to remove all stereotypes from orcs? That they are trying to remove like evil races from the game? Because, okay. because apparently that is a reflection of the real world. And I, I imagine in the mind of the people from Wizards of the Coast, right? right. That, uh, black people are orcs, uh, and then orcs are oh, all fuck. evil. And therefore they, they, they think that, they think that we think that all black people are evil. But of course that's not how normal people think. And so the insinuation that we should remove all evil races is a bit of a... Maybe it's a bit of a Freudian slip. I don't know. Whoever equated orcs to black people? I'd never. Oh my god. Is this true? <laughs> this is terrifying. <laughs> I didn't know that. And also, are you what? trying to tell me that right out there there is like a good mind player who just wants to, you know, gently caress your brain? Maybe, maybe. I guess so. maybe it's their way of showing how they love and care for you. But, you know, because they're so toxic, they couldn't do it in a way that... <laughs> That nurtures your brain. So instead, what they do is fucking <laughs> suck your brain out. <laughs> oh my god! Like no one is is, is literally killing you with kindness. Okay, Angie, yeah. you shall take a break today and let me read out the article that we're gonna Great. talk about today. Excellent. So to, do your uh, job, do dude. My, do my job, man. Manly duties. Okay, landlord who kept exposing himself to female tenant, jailed and fined. Can we give this guy a nickname as well? I mean, we have Huaka for Lassiloma, right, for perverts. We have Tony for the animal guy. Uh, we have Captain Arson for, for firebugs. Let's come up with a name for this fellow. His name is Chan Eng Hui. Huika. Huika. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Huika, who kept exposing himself to a female tenant, was jailed for 11 weeks and fined $2,000. On Tuesday, after he was found guilty of all sex related charges. Wait, uh, no relation to the actual Huika. Who's the actual Huika? The comedian. Henry Tia. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Or better Wait, known did as. Did he pass uh, away? No, 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 no Since no, when? No. What the fuck? Who's the guy who passed Who's Okay. He's the. Or oh, the guy who passed away is the gangster looking guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't he also Henry something? No, 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 no. Okay. He's the, he's the Danny Trejo of Singapore. Okay, anyway, I'm getting all my people. Whatever, fuck. Okay. Quaker who has been dealt with for previous incident of indecent exposure in 2009 and 2010 was found guilty of four charges of insulting the modesty of a woman and two of using criminal force on her. Whoa, 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 whoa. So he got naked and he slapped her around? I, maybe he got naked and used his dick to diddle her. I, I don't know. I, I slap her thigh or power move, right? Like what you always say. Um, <laughs> I was joking. Okay, so... Denmark's power move would be to like like squeeze squirt his squirt his squirt his lactating <laughs> nipples. 
Guys, just give me an audience with DC and Nong. I just need to get my milk in his eyes. That's all I need. In his okay. eyes or in his mouth? Either one will do. Initially, the victim said she was on talking terms with Huika, but stopped talking to him after a female tenant informed her that Huika appeared naked in her room. <laughs> Between 10 and 12 May 2018, while both were in the flat, Huika held her hands and said, Go, go. Let's just go eat. <laughs> what? Go, go. Let's just go eat. Yeah. She rejected him and said, you can just stop and not get touchy before going into a room. She did not consent to the touch and felt annoyed by what she perceived to be a disrespectful act. In the same period, Quaker grabbed her as she walked past a sofa in the living room oh in an attempt to pull her in his direction. In response, the victim flung his hand away and told him not to get touchy before entering her room. Shit, man, that's terrifying. From the moment Huika began exposing himself to her, the victim would use weapons to protect herself <laughs> and lock the door before sleeping. This one is like the Uzumaki level of de- denial of the situation. You know, like Uzumaki, the the female lead, uh, keeps seeing all this like weird shit, all the yes. all the ghostly encounter yes. happening in the town and then refuse to move out of the town. <laughs> and this guy just repeatedly, according to Dan Wong, doing all this power move and she's just like... <laughs> Let me just find a knife instead. Okay. I want to know what weapon she <laughs> had. Like, is it like a kitchen knife or is it like an actual kitchen weapon knife. weapon? So between 1st August and 20th September 2018, at around 6.30am, the victim was leaving the flat when she turned around to see Huika naked. The victim then shouted at him, You pervert. You like, you enjoy letting people see, is it? Then you should let everyone take a look at you. Two audio recordings recorded by the victim submitted to court captured an exchange between Huika and the victim. In one recording, the victim said, Why didn't you wear your pants when you appeared behind me suddenly? Huika is heard replying, You have not agreed to me for so long. You see that fish? You think I can control myself? Why don't you give the fish to the cat? What do you think it will feel? I am a man. You think I am made of wood, is it? You don't have any feelings. But I am a man. I am a man. I have feelings. God damn it. Oh my God. <laughs> this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> okay. So this is basically the gist of it. Okay. I mean, there's like a little bit more. But okay. I, I just want to say, right. If you guys see Huika's photos, which is not in this Yahoo News article, but if you yes, go yes, and see us, his photos, right, verdict. it's like, you imagine you're a, a woman, right? And then like this uncle who is 56 year old right thinks that he is so irresistible that if he is in the nude right you'll immediately say yes to him when you turn around and all you see is like a like a wrinkly saggy body and then like this guy who thinks he's like fucking sexy the discrepancy between i think what he thinks he is and what he actually is i think that's quite funny so ladies i think for every girl out there, right? Like, it's very important to know that there are men like this out there. And your immediate response, right, should not be, let me grab a knife. That is like, one of the worst things you can do. I think you should, first of all, immediately run out of the house and just immediately call the fucking police. And just let, just let the, just let the men of violence handle it. If you try to take a knife or whatever and he does escalate it, right, like, you are not going to win that encounter. I mean, even though this is a 56-year-old man or whatever, and let's say your NG at the prime of your physical fitness and you have, you know, you, you burn 400 calories every day doing, doing fucking burpees and lifting kettlebells, there's still a good chance, right, that you will not win that altercation with a fully grown man. Uh. It's an unfortunate thing, but... Yeah. So, please... Oh, NG, like, I, think, I think you could take him, NG. He doesn't mean Angie can take you, means she can take everybody, okay? <laughs> then long, we are not the... No, I'll save my honor in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying, then long, that if like I can take down a 56-year-old uncle, yes. you'll feel better about yourself? Yeah. my my Don't you know that my opinion of myself is really dependent on other people's opinion of me? No, no, I'm like, you're equating yourself to a 56-year-old uncle. No, no, you must, you must defeat the 56-year-old uncle. If you cannot defeat the 56-year-old uncle, right? It's time for me to die. <laughs> <laughs> now I really want to buy a 56-year-old uncle and try this. We need, uh, <laughs> we need a 56-year-old guy from the Discord. Maybe Clipper can help us. But but anyways, right? Like, do you say this part already? Like, uh, Huika's defense? 
Oh, uh, he said, yeah, he said that, right, like, the exposure was accidental because the wind had blown open the toilet door while he was urinating in one of the incidents. For another incident, he claimed that he had slipped on washing powder and that he hit himself, causing him to stroke his private parts in pain. <laughs> hey, sometimes, right, all these defenses, oh, I, I really cannot, you know... There, like, there if was... you don't defend yourself, it might be better, you know? Yeah. It's the, it's the Mr. Magoo, like, level of defense, right? It's like all the unfortunate series of events that... First, you you slip on a banana peel, then the wind blow at the right time, yeah. and then you land on your dick. It's like, it's like a... And like, then the blood clot in the dick caused you to have a permanent erection, and then just Exactly, nice, you know. The lady was there, you was know. There. Yeah. You had no intentions of showing yourself to her, but it's all these like, you know, series of unfortunate... You know, I think it was in Malaysia or something, there was this guy who was uh, being charged for rape, and then he's like, oh, it wasn't rape, it's accidental, I, f- I had an erection, I fell, I fell and yeah. my, my dick inserted into her vagina. It's like, how is that your defense? I don't know how that makes it better. You have to fall at the exact angle where yeah. the vagina is to slip your dick into the vagina. Yeah, and the, and the situation was funny Oops. as well. Never mind you're stalking her for like the past two weeks or something, you know. I wonder when, when they are sleeping, when they are in the act of sleeping, whether this, you know, this cartoony sound effect goes like, <laughs> it plays. You know the <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? No. no. <laughs> Nobody has any idea. I, I'm looking at the rest. Like everybody is just like, huh? like what? what the f- you know when you sleep? You know, you know like like in Looney Tunes, you go like. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I, I don't remember, man. John, I demand that when you're editing, you find the fucking song effect and put it in so that people will know what I'm talking about. Do it. I'll pay you money. Do it. I mean, I will try lah. But oh, thank you, sir. It's just the the thing I have with your description, right, is that you try the first time, go 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 go, doesn't work, right? And then you decide if I repeat myself, go 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 go, maybe it will work this time. Maybe it'll be funny and everyone will start laughing, but it just you just entrenching yourself deeper into it, and like we are nobody's laughing. Nobody's then. laughing. Well, I mean, I'm right. I have to be right. I must it, be right. I guess it's the same as Huiyika saying, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. if he repeats <laughs> enough times. <laughs> The wind you opened say, the yeah. toilet door that when he was peeing then accidentally sleep on the washing powder then yeah. he hit himself it, and then if he say it enough time it'll be true you know so I guess but your honor yeah. I didn't flash myself at her it was just go 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 terrible what if the judge after that says oh I see uh, acquitted <laughs> because I saw the exact Cartoon in my childhood. I yeah. remember it. Yeah. It was so funny. Okay. You must be innocent. This is all of you are fucking terrible, by the way, for laughing at this poor woman's I'm and sorry. laughing at this poor woman's expense. No, no, no. Like, how how hey, long was she in? How long was she in the in, you know in that in that uh, uh, rental be, relationship? Seems yeah. to be like from April to uh, end June to mid July, so about a month, uh, two weeks, uh, I guess. No, no. She moved in to the flat first April 2018, then she moved out in January 2019. Oh, so it was a good eight months. Oh, wow. Hmm. I think, okay lah, I mean, I guess in her defense also, she, she spotted a good deal lah. She rented a bit space from him for $250 a month. Whoa, I mean, that's like, that's super cheap. Yeah, that's very, very cheap. It's not like, it's possible that, uh, she has no other options. So, up. it says here, right, the victim's age and nationality was not revealed. So, most likely she's old, she's from overseas. And she probably fell into hard times. Probably mm. a Malaysian in mm. dire need of uh, work in Singapore. Either that or like a Chinese national, because uh, it could like, be a Chinese it, national mm. also. It like the way that they talk seemed like very Chinese to me. I mean, there's also Malaysian Chinese I mean, lah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, whatever it is, it's definitely she has her reasons lah. I, I don't think she will definitely suffer all this for no particularly good reason. But at the same time, I think safety is more important now. Like, let's not slip in with a fucking flasher and then take a knife to try and defend yourself. <laughs> My god. I'm, I'm glad she did record down the conversation that she had and submitted it to the court as evidence. Because that, that, that could really help her, right? This, this is, guy like, is so fucking like like Taiwan drama. No, but I'm this is really interesting. No, but this is really interesting to me because like she had two audio recordings and I'm like, how do you record it so immediately that the guy doesn't know that you're recording or he knows and then he doesn't care? He doesn't care, like, I think. So this is like damn weird, like, which which is something that I really don't understand. For example, that, that guy, lecturer who was videoed 
talking shit about um, the mixed race the couple. Mixed race couple mm. He also didn't care that it was recorded. Like, why are these people so stupid? No, Angie, in their heads, they really think they are right. Eh? They really think there's nothing wrong. With but what have they not seen like the like how videos can go viral if uploaded to the internet? You notice the same thing between uh, Huika and the guy in Orchard Road. They are yeah, both, both above boomers. the age of 50. Yeah. So, um, it's possible, right, that they really, they do have no understanding of how technology works, which is <laughs> a lot of them. And they, they, they really think, right, well, I got like three other friends who think the same way. Therefore, the rest of Singapore must agree with me. There's no, there's no other explanation. There's no other alternative. Okay. So moving from that, another flasher, but this guy, even more power. He didn't just flash one woman. Didn't just flash his tenant. He flashed the whole fucking the whole Watch, fucking nation. Like a boss, like a true boss. And this guy, right? I got to say, his his ass looks actually quite good. I think this guy will pass the cake test. The Have you seen test? the cake test? Have you guys seen the cake test? No. Nope. You testing for cake. So what you do, right, is you lie down on your belly. Okay. Okay. Then they take you know the fucking the barbell, right? Uh-huh. The deadlift barbell. Uh, so with the weights on either se- on the either end, uh-huh. then they roll it across like a- above your legs, and if the barbell right collides with your ass, then you are then you have passed the cake test. So cake uh. is in this case means uh, how big your ass is like. So if you fail the cake test, then you have no ass, uh, you assless chap. So anyway, this guy I think he will pass the cake test. He has a pretty good ass. Yeah, John, yeah. John, uh, tell the audience when he was naked, what was he on? What what manner of monster was he was he on? So he. Okay, let me just read the, the news here. So, naked motorcyclist, 24, arrested by Singapore police. A man who rode along Singapore roads naked and was seen climbing onto a car in the nude has been arrested by the police and will be charged in court on, sun- on Saturday. I hope he wears clothes. Huh? <laughs> I mean, let's no, just... There was a follow-up video, right? <laughs> like, from another place where he was yeah, he naked and then car. he climbed yeah. on top of a car. And the car wasn't even empty, you know? Like, the the... The driver of the car got out of the car and was just looking at him like WTF is going on. And the guy just walked totally from the back of the car to the top of the car to the front of the car and then got down. And that was it. And I'm like, did somebody dare just do to do this? First of all, uh, you, you know what kind of video I really love watching? It's those prank videos, right, where American dudes uh, will pick a fight with like those like big burly men. <laughs> but then they will have like the prop, right? So the, their clothing is a prop where they just rip off and then they'll just be in like their underwear. Okay? <laughs> and so they'll pick a fight. Hey, that guy is talking shit about you. Then you walk up, take out his shirt, right? Then the other guy will be like, okay, I come, let's rumble. Then he rip off his pants. <laughs> it's just a bright weight satin underwear. And the guy from fight, right? Become, oh shit, I better get the fuck out. <laughs> That's fight to flight, man. Yeah, fight to flight in one second. And you know what? I would do the exact same. I don't want to get in the fight, right, with this motherfucker who looks like he has nothing to lose. Okay, so... (laughs) What do you mean? What's the mentality? He has... This guy, right, has lost his marbles already. Like, if I fight... If I fight with Dan Wong now, like, both of us will stop at a certain time, right? Like, we will just be... Okay, the, the fight is over. There's no need to continue. But with this other dude, right, in a bright red satin underwear... There's no guarantee, right, that there'll be any such agreement, such uh, unspoken <laughs> agreement. It's no no host bar, right? I mean, literally, it's, there's no close, no host, and all the cake in the world. So, definitely don't pick a fight with this guy. He climbs on top of your car, just just get out of your car and record the whole thing and try, so, to, try to laugh. Okay, let, just, let me just like get around this uh, logic, right? So, you're saying that somebody who's naked has actually more power than someone who is fully clothed. That's why Dan Wong always say he's asserting dominance right, when he okay. flashes us. Be- before before we carry on speculating, I'm actually friends <laughs> with this gentleman, right? So my of friend Dan, Spencer. This is Benny, by the way. It's not Spencer. <laughs> so anyway, okay. okay. Is, is, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, is Benny can I, can like I Spencer with another Benny thing? at least? Can I? Can I? <laughs> can we have Benny on the podcast, right? I mean, not not really, but look, this is what he told me. First of all, right? Okay, I pose this question to you. Have you guys ever ridden on a motorcycle before? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you have, ah? Uh? Oh, yep. oh, okay, that's good. That's good, because then you know the sheer power of this machine revving between your legs, right? So the motorcycle is a living creature. It vibrates and it moves fast. It's a symbolism, you know, and an object of power. Right? Imagine that kind of thing vibrating between your legs and you are naked. You are like an animal, you know, and then, you know, it's touching your, your itty bits, the vibrating engine. Guys, 
This is like the epitome, you know. Why are you shaking your damn head? What's wrong with you? It's the best sensation you could ever have in your life. I wish I had the guts to be like Benny. I wish I could have been a Benny. Riding naked, you know, with a throbbing engine in between my legs. You can just wear a dress, what? Then don't wear anything underneath. Then, then it's not symbolic anymore. There's no power in that gesture. Is there power in wearing a dress, Angie? Oh my god, I'm going to get cancelled. <laughs> Let me tell you. The first time I wore a dress. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Okay. without an extra pants underneath. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I, I was a super tomboy when I was a kid. Mm. And, like, I was forced to wear dresses in school, right? But because, like, guys love to flip skirts, so you always wear, like, shorts underneath. And then when I graduated from secondary school, I never wore a skirt. Until one day, I decided, okay, I want to try being a bit more girly. I wore a skirt without pants underneath. And I tell you, it's amazing. It's an amazing liberation because you can feel the breeze under your dress. And then there's so much ventilation. It's like the best shape. And if you're really hot, right, you can just flap your skirts so that you can create more ventilation. Stunning and brave. Skirts are the best shit ever. Stunning and brave, guys. <laughs> okay, so that that was Benny's account with the motorcycle, which I fully empathize and understand. How much would we need to pay you then, Wong, to be yes. totally naked on a motorcycle? Um. Well, before Benny was caught, I would say, you know, maybe $150. But now after Benny is caught, maybe $150,000. Because, you know, I don't want to be another... Alright, guys, let's go to www.kickstarter.com slash Dan Wong Get Naked. 150,000K. No, 150,000. Can be done. Can be done. Can be done. If Yong Zi Yang can raise, you know, 130 k we can, we can raise 150k for them to be naked. And then after that, we'll do another Kickstarter for his legal defense fee. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I mean, That's 300k like, right there, man. No, 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 but I think that one can just go to jail. Why <laughs> well, do we hey, need yeah, to? It, no, it's just I a think jail. You're absolutely right, yeah. No, it's only That's a few it, yeah. weeks, right? I can't, I can't take it in jail, guys. I'm too much of a softy. I need to have my creature comforts every day while I'm dead. Okay, anyway. That's none of our business, JD. Anyway, anyway, okay. Why Benny climbed on top of the car? Because the car was trying to pick a fight with him. Uh, one thing I'll give Benny is uh, apparently when he was on his motorbike, yes. he was still wearing a mask. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he yeah. was wearing. He well, wasn't he's wearing a helmet, conscious man. but he was he's wearing a mask. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's a law-abiding citizen. It's absolutely rational what he was doing. Angie, Angie, right now, right now, okay, you're walking down the street. Fucking a car drives up to you and then it starts talking. It says, Angie, you are fucking skank. You a fucking hoe. Fuck you, fuck off. He's like insulting your family, your parents, everybody whom you hold here. The fucking car is insulting you. Not the person driving the car. I mean, you have watched the Cars car, by right? Disney, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a talking car. Dane Cook as an aeroplane, right? So yeah, so the car insults you. What are you going to do? Are you going to take that shit from him? No! So Benny takes off his, his clothes to show dominance and climbs on top of the car and, and shows him his dick. And then the car couldn't do anything. So who won? I say Benny won. Speaking of pro se defendants... <laughs> <laughs> Which will be you, by the way. Let us jump to the saga of the Batch Lady who has appeared in court, right? And said that she has witnessed some dark secrets from the SAF and therefore should be exempted from wearing a mask in public right now. So guys, what do you think she saw? Angie, what do you think she saw in the SAF? I think you made a Instagram post Oh shit, I completely forgot to post the... What people wrote uh, in my yeah, Instagram stories. Because I wrote see. something as well and you didn't post it. I feel very upset. I totally forgot. Okay, I'll do this later. But uh, let me go find it. Where the hell is Dan it? Wong, what did she see in the SAF? What grave secrets did she witness? She saw your purple dumbbells in the tent. <laughs> your retard strength purple dumbbells. <laughs> but that would be before my time one. I'm not that old. I'm not like Jerry old. I think I know what she saw. What she saw, Jerry? She, uh, she saw what Carl from Hantu Podcast said. You know, the conspiracy between the Singapore government <gasps> and ghosts. So, yeah. She was uh, like a commanding officer, right? Or one of the Correct. ships or something. Yeah. She was the same batch as Lee Sien Long and she saw him lose his blank, uh, rifle blank attachment. <laughs> well, John said <laughs> in my, in my Instagram, he said Chan Chun Singh massaging Lee Sien Long. <laughs> ah. <laughs> but a lot of people said UFOs. One person said Kuku Chiao, who is not that. Must Wong. be then. No, no, not then. Not then. <laughs> Someone said it's the Dan vibes though. It's the Dan vibes. <laughs> Naked boys in the shower. But anyways, right? She is fucking ballsy, eh? You know, like she 
CNA reported that she said that she might bring shame to the SAF and the government if her case continues in court due to her involvement as a witness to unspecified SAF cases. Oh, she's trying to take on the government, man. She's fucking ballsy. And she said that it would be difficult to face her current charges without prejudice and requested for the charges to be dropped and be to be granted immunity. I really want to know what the fuck is going on, eh? She either has, like, the most massive blackmail vibes ever. I'm just going to use this word vibe, vibe, vibe all the way. Or, she forgot to take her fucking schizo mats. I think it's, it's, it's one of the, one of these two lah. No, but like, you know what? Like, I read somewhere <clears throat> that the bill was set at 10k, and then she asked for it to be lowered, and then they, the judge lowered it to 8k. Yeah, amazing. But she's also a pro se defendant now, so she's de- representing herself. She actually doesn't have a lawyer mm. to represent her, and she's coming up with all sorts of very novel legal theories, right, to defend herself with. Uh. So one of it being blackmail. Um, <laughs> Is that a normal legal defense? <laughs> Blackmailing normal, the yeah, government? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a new legal defense that hasn't been tested yet. But, you know, we'll see if you want. But I mean, if we can just keep on blackmailing yeah, yeah, yeah. the government. I, I really want her to just let slip, let slip the dogs of war and just no, tell, like, tell... No, I think even if she doesn't let slip what the verdict of the trial, how the verdict comes out, right, will tell us a lot about whether or not her blackmailing worked. <laughs> right, imagine like if the government suddenly... Okay, yeah, you know, uh, we'll she let her wear mask. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's just for her, <laughs> an exemption of the law. A batch lady has immunity because she's crazy. Actually, if the government caves in, uh, wow, I'm telling you. Then she, then she really knows yeah, shit, man. Yeah, then she really knows shit, man. What oh kind my of God, shit, though? I, I want to know, I want to know, I want to know. I wonder if, like, the Prime Minister office right now is... Hey, this this woman uh, oh my who is God. she uh, who is she uh? what what did she uh, what did she see uh? <laughs> did, we, did we accidentally like show her something on the RSS Lee Kuan Yew or something like that <laughs> Godzilla rose up from the depths of the sea she went up she told Godzilla to fuck off and then he turned around <laughs> she asked Godzilla where's your badge <laughs> uh, this woman is quite mixed uh, level. Fucking funny. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, honestly, if fair. if she, if she were to really see anything in her time in the navy, is probably something to do with how the RSN responds to other countries' navies in the in regional waters. Jerry, and how I, that would yeah. that implicate? Yeah, Jerry, actually, your 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 answer is literally the most wisest and correct. It's answer. the most stock standard answer. But it's, I mean, most, it's most probable, yeah, you know. What else? The, what else will she know? Like national secrets in the army? No, I don't think she'll have secrets in the army if she's in RSN. Secrets in the air force, air defense uh, positions? No, I don't think she will get it. Not her. Not her security clearance level. What happens if like she was on like uh you know one of the boats which turned back the Vietnamese refugees? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But and it's a well-known secret that we turn away refugees. Yeah, on. but maybe she was like, hey. They are not getting the message. Hey, uh, you shoot some rounds into the air. Then they all died. It. It's actually the other way around. Apparently, from uh, from what I understand, the Vietnamese from, people fired on the yeah. fully armed navy vessel. Are you vessel. serious? Yeah. Why would in they si- do that? In Singapore, like they they were trying to get on and uh, they were trying to get them to throw the arms overboard or disarm themselves, and they just refused to. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I mean, obviously Singapore, you know, they couldn't do anything lah. They just pretty much like push themselves out, push them out of the water. That's about it. So Jerry, as the director of ISD, right? Mm. You're the bully boy of the of the PAP, <laughs> mm-hmm. and right now, uh, Lee Sin Long orders you, right? We need to make this woman disappear in like mm. the most inconspicuous way. Like she mm. just needs to be gone. Like what is the what is the method that you employ? COVID nineteen. Oh shit! Wow, Jerry, you didn't even have to think about it. Yeah, man. Oh, man. What the fuck? Just a concentrated like bad juice, just like jab inside of yeah. your arm, right? COVID nineteen. It's oh, just terrifying with Jerry. no hesitation at all. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm I would scared have of to you think about this. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like Jerry, you freaking like zero point. Why? Zero why would it seconds. be anything else? She doesn't want to wear a mask. No, like the question barely left John's mouth, yeah. right? And you already answered it, Jerry. That is why he is not edited. He he is qualified, right? He's the top dog of the ISD precisely because of this result. Don't right? mess with Jerry, you fucks. Jerry, am I scared of you right now? We all make fun of him, but goddamn, like, this guy. You know what, John Wang? I always thought you were joking, but after just now, right? Like, I really have doubts uh, now. 
Oh, I don't got know. He, Look at me. He, he exchanged emails with me. He's always asking me for information about Discord members and yeah. what's, what did NG talk to you about tonight? What, what is Dan Wong doing tonight? Yeah, he's always emailing me all these things. And I have no choice. I have to give him all this info. Otherwise, I'll... <laughs> yeah, then you will get COVID. I will get COVID. Yeah. It's actually and not Ho Ching calling him in the middle of the night. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jerry, you scared the shit out of me. Damn. It's good. really like the most innocuous looking people that you would never... Correct. Never suspect on. You look at yeah. Jerry's face, he's like the most average <laughs> Singaporean you'll see, you know. And he's like so unassuming and he's on the fence all the time. But he's the one who will off you, okay? It's not me, it's not Dan Wong, it's not John. John, you know the men of violence that you are referring to all the time? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. Hey, Jerry, you don't defend yourself, okay? You are, you're wearing a shirt with a M249 on it. It says non-permissive environment specialist. Yeah, it doesn't matter that people are non-permissive. You don't need permission to jab someone with the COVID-19 virus, I, I, I guess. I always talk big only. I always think myself a man of my But when <laughs> I pale in comparison to an actual man of like people who have actual committed murder or assassinations. Yeah. No, I, I know I am a, I'm a tiny grasshopper in, in the world of um, actual violence. <laughs> Jerry, tell me, were you the consultant for the Khashoggi murder? Were you there telling them which part to cut? No comment. <laughs> And you don't know whether it's real or not. <laughs> okay. Let's Jerry, Jerry, before. how old are you actually? How many murders have you done? How many murders have you seen and witnessed? No, no comment, man. No comment. <laughs> he says with a chilling <laughs> smile. He's laughing at my question. <laughs> no, this episode will never be published. All of us will be <laughs> yeah, we're dead, really. dead of COVID. By the, by the time that this gets leaked, uh, this, this episode gets leaked in like 50 years, we are all dead. Ah! Someone just darted me on the neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he got COVID! Oh shit! He's <laughs> <laughs> airborne! Hey, aren't you vaccinated, John? Nope. <laughs> hey, by now, you, everybody can get vaccinated already, right? I registered yeah. already, but I haven't gotten the appointment yet. Jerry, are you vaccinated? I got my first dose. Of what? <laughs> of Sinovac. Yeah. <laughs> he got the super vaccine. The one that makes him immune to the one that the ISD has. <laughs> okay, so moving on. We have... Okay. We're going to talk about stats. Okay, we're going to talk about all sorts of fun statistics. It's the statistic episode, but I think this is very interesting. Singapore Stats have released new census data for the year 2020. A couple of things to note. Household sizes shrank. Okay, we actually have less Singaporeans than ever since 2010. Medium income rose over the past decade, and the medium income by per group right is also fairly interesting to me. Angie, do you want to? Um, I can read some of some yeah, parts of it. Sure. <clears throat> so, according to this article, the real median in- monthly income from work rose by one point nine percent yearly between twenty ten and twenty twenty for resident households. When a acro- when compared across each household member, the increase was higher highest amongst Malay due to shrinking household size. So the proportion of households earning 20k and above has more than doubled. More than 97,000 residents aged 5 and above were found unable, found it difficult or unable to perform at least one basic activity. Of this group, more than 70% of them are aged 65 and above. Why is so much of the data calculated by household? Like we discussed just now, household is a very poor indicator because it's a very anomalous. Uh, you don't know how many people are inside exactly, one household exactly. so like for example if uh, per household the increase to above 20k right you don't know is it because they are earning way way more money or is it that the household has more people inside yeah, no, actually they, they do know hmm. the number of people in the house and I think that's why they use household so it's I think it's a little bit more difficult to calculate on an individual basis unless you use a per capita. But isn't a per capita one a bit more accurate though? Yeah, per capita also takes into account because this one median. Yeah. Per capita yeah. is a mean. So per capita also take into account right people who are earning like the, one billion dollars yeah. a year. Right. So this one we are talking about more the But then kind of they like don't the tell you income. like what is the average number of each household though? Yeah, they don't. Uh not I mean, they, they? they did. Well, they do lah. They do. They do so tell. They do, the number of household has grown over the past decades. There were fewer people in each household on average. 
So there are 1.37 million resident households in 2020, up from 1.15 million a decade ago. But the average household size fell from 3.2 down to uh, fell to 3.2 down from 3.5. So, oh, so little we, people, 3.5 people. So we have less people, but per house earns more. Now, is it like a one for one proportional increase? Because if you have less, then theoretically you should have more more money to spend, ma. Let you divide by less, but I think the interesting thing about this, right, is supposedly we have more people earning twenty k and above, almost double since twenty ten. So okay. on average, three people contributing to the house, each of them are like something like seven k a per person. They they comprise of thirteen percent, thirteen point six percent of the population. Three point five people can earn twenty k in a month. Fuck man. Three point two. Three point two. I'm severely under earning ah. No, okay. but but that that's not that's basically taking everyone from the higher income to the lower income and mashing them together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you there know? could be people earning a hundred yeah. k a month. So you you have those people who are earning way more. If there's if there's more of them heavily weighted towards the higher earning, and then you have low lesser low income people. When you mush them together, you're gonna get very high average. Okay. I think the average it is probably about like three to five k, right? Probably at our age, I would say maybe. Depends. Depends. Okay, if it's a per capita, we are supposed to earn like forty-eight thousand sing dollars a year. About four four thousand a year. About four, okay, four a month. Sorry, yeah. 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 Before so bonuses and everything. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's then you're firmly within the <laughs> per capita. No. Okay. No so la. here's another uh, set of statistics. This one is a breakdown, right, by racial component for Chinese household. The inc- the there's an increase, right, in the median income from work. From five six nine one to seven nine two one, uh, seven nine seven two, which is an increase of two point one percent. For Malays, uh, is from four three two eight to five seven zero four, increased by one point four percent. And for Indians, is six thousand to eight thousand five, which is an increase by two point two percent. So on the one hand, they will have, we will definitely have people be like, "Oh no, the Malays are oppressed, Chinese privilege." But on the other hand. We are so Chinesely privileged, Chinesely privileged, I, I mean that correctly, that the Indians have overtaken us. In fact, the Indians have always overtaken us. Fucking amazing. Uh, but this one is on a per household level, uh, okay? Then Wong, you got any response first or any, any immediate visceral reaction? Yeah, is, it, is it important that we, we categorize like the data is the, really also CMIO? Like, is, is it important? Oh yeah, why don't have O? Uh? Don't have O though. Only CMI. Why ah? Cannot make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering, like, the moment you, you categorize data into like that, then of course you have a tendency to, to you know, make this comparison between Indians and Chinese and Malays. So I think the problem, right, is if less... So given such a big disparity between the Chinese and the Malays, for instance, if they don't release this data, then they'll say, oh, this is like a, like a whitewashing or, you know, they are turning a blind eye to the Malay community. Okay. Correct. I mean, wouldn't that be one of the rebuttals of such a such a move? Yeah, I guess people could say that. I think the I think for okay, either we racialize everything or we colorblind to everything. I think we cannot have this like half and half. As and when when it's positive, we racialize. When it's negative, everyone is to blame. I think that's like. I didn't even realize that like the Indians were out earning Chinese people and Malay people by this much. Yeah, it's, it's significantly a lot more. Interesting. So, okay, if you were to believe the EDMW people, then this is obviously a product of SECA. <laughs> product of what again, sorry? The CECA. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, which yeah, is yeah, all yeah, the Sika, Indians, yeah. they come in and take over your jobs. But at wait, the these are like Singaporeans, what? Well, here's the thing, right? What is a Singaporean? At what point are you considered a Singaporean? I mean, okay, if as in like, if we don't, I don't know like if they count PRs, but if you're talking about Singapore, I think they do. Or do they? I think they do. This I, I think right. First of all, how they compile this information must be from CPF. I don't think they can. Yeah. So I mean, if even if they are Indian nationals who became Singaporean, then we'll take them as Singaporean now, obviously. And so, like the whole argument about Sika is kind of like stupid because we do not include the expats, right? 
Um, but of course, I'm, I know what you mean because you are saying that when the Sika, like when the Indian nationals come here and then they get foreign expat jobs, of course they are paid better, right? Yeah. And then when they become nat- naturalized citizens, then the that brings up the bracket for Indian households. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So right. that's one way of looking at it. I'm not so sure myself. But we don't know, right? Because yeah, we don't like, know. We don't know sure. the. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say if you look at 2010, right? 2010, the Indians were earning six thousand dollars monthly household income, and in 2020 is like eight thousand five. So I don't know when Sika the Sika agreement came into being. Yeah, while you guys are taking a, a look at all the facts, you know, I'm just wondering why the, they didn't do a census based on like, you know, uh, how many people know of Dan Wong, uh, what is Dan Wong's favorite color, what is Dan Wong's favorite food. It's all these like boring stuff, like you know. April two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. Oh, interesting. So we then we should look in. at two thousands. Yeah. Like yeah. we should look at the data from two thousand to see so whether this is a in. big impact. Yeah, two thousand yeah. was the last time the one. The one rung before, because they do, do this survey only once in 10 years. So you should look at 2000, uh, 2000 data. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, but it's not I visualized. Uh, then end up, uh, if you were to like, extrapolate data now, it would be too difficult. But anyway. Anyways. Yeah. But this is interesting to think about though. Yeah. But it, it kind of goes back to my point. I think I made it during the uh, election episode, which is how come uh, our population keeps shrinking, but then we have more and more Singaporeans. Furthermore, right, I mean, you, you think about it, uh, a lot of our oppositions, they lost by, like, the fucking tiniest of margin, right? I mean, West Coast lost by 5,000 votes. We have some places lost by, like, a 1,000 votes or something like that. And a lot of it matters, right? A lot of it, if you are a foreign national, you come to Singapore and you, and you reap the benefits of the PAP's policies, right? There's a very good chance that you want to continue this policy, well, not necessarily, right? Because, like, once you become a naturalized citizen, then the interest of the nation matters to you. I mean, unless you're using this as a stepping stone. Lah. Which, I mean, strictly speaking, as a first-generation immigrant, first-generation first naturalized citizen, you will see, see still see it as a stepping stone. Generally, for people to kind of, like, see past it, will, be, will take about... Three generations or so. I just want to say, John, that after doing so many episodes of podcasts with you, you have this thing what I call in my head a conspiracy face. Like your eyes will light up. <laughs> then yes. you'll make a, a sort of expression like almost like joy and excitement. And then you would... Like, right I, now you're making the conspiracy I face. I fucking love, right, that I managed to find data that I need to go and kind of like extrapolate. Like they don't present you all this data, right? You need to go and... Is this going to be a long Take this stories? number and minus here and plus there. Then I'm like, oh shit, this number paints a very, very different picture. I Are you going to do a longer stories on this? Probably not. I mean, we have we have so many projects ongoing. So, but I mean, who knows? Eventually, right? And the problem with the Seka thing, right, is that it's it's definitely very racially charged. Uh. I I don't like the idea of mass migration coming to Singapore. But at the same time, right, I'm not so certain that the Indians are purely to blame. Like, I, I think... What do you mean they are purely to blame? To I blame for what? Like the... the This whole conspiracy, right? That Or this EDMW way of thinking where... You know, like any any problem that we face, right? It's definitely like some Seika problem. Or some... some it's I mean, because some like foreign national coming in and taking our job. Why are we taking any like... Any sort of information from EDNW because and then it, treating it as real. No, because it's very pervasive. And it's a very easy way, right, for people to come up with simple explanations for very complex problems. And yeah, but then why do we even entertain them? Because they are very powerful and do you know that there are more flat earth believers now more than ever? And Fucking scary, sir. Oh. And the, here's the thing, right? We have a lot, we have a rise of anti-vaxxers, we have a rise of flat earth people we have a rise of all these um, people right, who peddle the wrong shit. And this is supposedly we are living in an age right, where Facebook is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, all the tech, tech companies are suppressing so quote-unquote misinformation. So why do we have more and more of these uh, beliefs popping up? I tell you why. It's because of algorithms. Because right, like what happens is that you 
you searched flat earth, right? Or you stumble upon it and then you see one article and then like suddenly, right? Your fucking entire feed is just flat earth, flat earth article. This happened to me once. I was posting like something about flat earth to my Instagram to make fun of them, right? It's not even my Instagram post, it's an Instagram story. The next couple of days, right? I just keep getting like YouTube videos about flat earthers, like flat earth theory, like why the earth is not round. And I'm like, if I wanted to go down that rabbit hole, I would, it's very easy. Yeah, I want to try. I'll go back and try. Yeah. You so, probably see like flat earth uh, pop up because we are talking about it now already. Huh. Your phone is listening. Your phone is listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, penis, penis, penis. I think the... I I think for anyone to tread op- upon this topic, right, you need to do it with a lot of sensitivity. Uh, and I'm not so sure I'm ready for that. But that aside, okay. So, but okay. Anyway, next part of the statistic, right, regarding the income from work by ethnic group, uh, which is individually, right, per household member, the Malays are the one who have the highest increase per individual. So okay. it's from 1043 up to 1594, which is a 3% increase. Which is the highest among the rest of the ethnic groups. Lah. So Chinese yeah, is 2.9 and the Indians are 2.5. But you also have to take take in account the fact that they are also un- under-earning by a lot compared yeah. to... So for example, the Chinese in 2010, we were earning... 1007 the indians were earning 1007 and the malays were earning a thousand yeah in 20 yeah and in 2020 they are the malays are uh per medium income household per household member it is a thousand five which is not even the 2010 median of the chinese and indians it's about thousand six or one five yeah yeah one thousand six lah okay so in 2020, like the per the median per household, right? It's for Chinese people, are 2.6k, and for Indians, it's 2.5k. So they are still like way under earning compared to the other races. Yes. We have no idea about the others, of course. The O in others the CFIO. Others the other category. The yeah. category. Yeah. It's really annoying that they don't like give it to us because like what is the CMIO for then? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So they are still. Under earning, but way know. under earning. Like even though I mean it presents a nice picture when they tell you that they have the biggest increase of three three percent, but they are not even reaching twenty ten levels. So of course there's a few ways of looking at it. Like one is you can say it's systemic racism. That's one way of looking at it. The second way is you know, like what what are the other reasons are what what can we glean from such information? And then the so when we look at it, right, from the point of view of the individual and then from the household, then that also paints a very different picture. Ma. I think the Malays are still the only group of people who are at the replacement population rate. Hmm. Um, everybody else is way below. What is the replacement po- population rate again? 2.1. You need to be slightly above 2. Yeah. 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 All of us Singapore, are 1.1 now. Singapore Chinese is the worst. Like 1.0 something. All of you are not doing your jobs. Yeah, I know, right? Just all of us are just raising cats instead of Yeah, you are yeah. all like cats. Okay. So um yes. And Jerry, what do you as the director of the ISD, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell man? This has nothing to do with ISD. <laughs> you never know. Everything never it has know. to do with ISD. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's like it's like, on one hand, you know, Singapore is definitely land of opportunities. You work hard, you won't starve. On the other hand, I think in some ways, a lot of Singaporeans don't really take advantage of a lot of the subsidies uh, or the opportunities that are out there. And sometimes we have immigrants coming in. It doesn't matter where they're from. And they're like, hey, you know, the government is doing this for you. And then they're like, then become like multi-millionaires and create big businesses. And all of us are just, how are, how, how come they can do that? We cannot. It's like how we took three years to get. (laughs) Yeah. Stickers done, you know? So I, I, I don't know. Sometimes, I mean. Are you saying that we're not hungry? Yes. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yes. I I can, I can tell for sure. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hungry. I'm actually very lazy. So. Yeah, I felt like I've grown lazier also. I don't know whether this is a national endemic of lazy. <sighs> yeah. Actually, it's my, my hypothesis, right? Of course, one thing is exacerbated by COVID. But I think even from before COVID, a lot of young people were checking out of the rat race. Yeah, yeah. Because, I'm so done. I because it's, even... um, 
Yeah, too much vibe check. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think it's mainly because right of how fucking meaningless everything has become. Like, and the and COVID has put it in stark contrast, right? When we realize now, first of all, we don't even have to go to the fucking office any mm-hmm. longer. Like, what is the point? And if you look at, for example, why the prices of property keep driving up and up and up, right? It's because well, everybody needs an office, right? Everybody needs a retail space. Everybody needs this, needs that. Then supposedly, supposedly there's all this upward pressure that drives up the prices. But in actual fact, right, we can shop online. We don't have, we can work from home. Okay, there's a lot of things we don't have, we don't need to be in phys- physically there anymore. Mm. So what's the point? Like, why, why, why is it exactly that we are paying all this money for what fuck? It, it's not just money, it's time as well. Because yeah. uh, I think recently Bloomberg has this article that they put out that says that a lot of uh, young people are actually quitting work when they're required to go back to work after the long work from home period. Like, oh, they're saying, it's, uh, of course, it's, uh, we're talking about US where travel time is very, very far, uh, very long and travel distances are very far. And they basically are saying, hey, if you're not allowing me to work from home where my productivity has not dropped and where I can save two to three hours of travel time, which can be converted into quality time with my kids, you know, my own entertainment time, cleaning up the house. I don't have to spend the entire weekend cleaning up the house because I, I push everything to the weekend where it's the only free time I have. If you're not allowing me to stay home and work and still get my job done, uh, maybe take a little bit of pay cut, then I'm going to look for someone else. And it's interesting because... I saw the Reddit post on it and a lot of people either say the same thing or they say that they're going to do the same thing. You know, a lot of them are saying that, hey, I'm, I'm actually looking at some interviews right now where I can work from home and still get a pretty good fat paycheck. What's the point of going to the office if I can get my job done, earn money? And if in the event, no one wants to hire because all these millennials want to work from home, then they'll just find something else to do just you lose an entire generation it 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 almost feel like the kind of situation in like the black death in europe yeah yeah you know several hundred years ago where all of a sudden there's not enough people to do work and then yeah salaries went up and there's a parity the rich people have to kowtow to the normal people and normal people actually became became richer so it's kind of like uh, I just read this article uh, about how Amazon was running out of people to hire because they go through work employers at such a right, fast rate, right? Right. Their turnover rate is so high that they are running out of people to employ because they cannot exploit people anymore. Yeah, because of the fucking suicide booth that they pull out. Yeah, the suicide booth. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. Oh Amazon. my god! This is like the uh, this is like big capitalism, you know. You have you like you hire some. Psycho babble bullshit, right? Some some woman with a with a with a bachelor degree in don't know what psychotherapy, and then she comes up with this like stupid fucking nonsense. No, like you, the the fucking funniest part is when you go into the Amazon workspace, right? And then you look at all these people, right, who don't even have time to go take a real pee and poop, right? They they have to pee into bottles, and then you think to yourself, oh, you know what would really help? A booth where they can go in and meditate. You know what's the kicker? The kicker would be if those booths require you to be, or you can only go in there for 30 minutes. And that's oh it. 30 God. minutes. If that's the case, that would be, that would be the kicker. I think they'd rather take that 30 minutes, go to the toilet and sit down. Uh. Yeah. I feel a little Definitely. better knowing that this kind of thing. So what you guys are saying is that it's a, it's a zeitgeist, it's a big movement all around the world. I feel a lot better being a lazy fuck. It's not about being a lazy fuck. It's about realizing that there's so much more things you can do with your time rather than spending two hours or three hours traveling to work. Because you're, right, you're, you're right. not paid for the two, three hours traveling to work. I've you been know? like super yeah. depressed recently because I've been looking at property prices. Because next year I'm 35 and uh, I'm allowed to buy my own place. Hey, Spencer bought first time he got it. Two room flat. Uh, I'm a, no, yeah. she don't. You don't go BTO, right? Go BTO. Yeah, she's oh. not going for but BTO. Yeah. You definitely get it for sure. No, but it's so fucking expensive. If you want to buy a resale right now, like prices mm. have increased across the board yeah pretty room. fucking get dramatic yeah. it's a very dramatic increase it's a fucking crazy time out there if you look at like how the property prices is going upwards so crazily during a pandemic yeah Not surprising huh? it wasn't there like last month there was last month alone there was like three flats that were above a million just yeah. last month alone oh. or something even like our BTOs are like above half a million right you know uh, where was it the the 600,000 right yeah, yeah 600,000 that's low crazy yeah. on the low end okay yeah and that's like only less than 100 we units we so close to our 1 million dollar BTO yeah <laughs> 
crazy. And 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 they're 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 asking why is our family size shrinking in because this? Because we can't afford fucking anything. Because we don't want our kids to not afford a fucking HDB flat. Okay. I tell you what's uh, the PAP solution for all of this. All of you will be living in containers. Okay. Mm. So mm. all the all the shipping containers, right? The aircon a bit koya koya already, right? They can no longer store frozen meat. Uh, we will we will uh seconder them and repurpose them right to be the new HDB. You can you can purchase it and then uh you'll be your nest egg, your retirement nest egg, mm. your retirement container. And you know, in fifty years time, now the lease will not be ninety nine years, it'll be fifty year lease. Oh okay. Um you'll be but you'll be at a low low price of hundred thousand dollars mm. with a Goya <laughs> aircon and you can sell it in the future. As, no, no. As retirement. Uh, and here's the interesting thing. You know, when you mentioned about the Koya aircon, right? The aircon is always on. So if you die inside your container, you won't drop right away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a meat storage. Yeah, exactly. If you Fucking look at one of the... There's one yeah. of the buildings down at Alexandra or something, right? They, they were... It's, it looks like containers stacked on top of each other. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like the that's like the future. Right. <laughs> no, our... but it's damn fucking scary. You know, like how Hong Kong right now is kind of shit, right? Because a lot of people have left, and you know, business opportunities have kind of like also left because of all the political instability. But the fucking property prices are are still increasing. Eh? Yeah. Uh, it's like fucked up, you know. It's so fucked up. This is this is the landlords doubling down. By the way, they mm-hmm. won't re- they won't relent on the prices because it doesn't make sense for them to do so. So okay lah. Yeah, I mean, all of us will just we just live with our parents and just invest in Bitcoin. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's us already. Ah, there's not there's no there's no room for us. There's to go no anywhere. way out. Yeah. Congratulations. This is the most black pill fucking long gun keys ever. Yeah, it's terrifying. Okay, then long. Give us, give, a us happy... a, give us a happy white pill magical moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to live under someone's nipple again. I don't want, you know, fucking... Yeah, like please give us a bar. one where, like, we don't have to reject it immediately, Ken. Yeah. Like, like a nice happy one, please. Okay. <laughs> We're having a podcast in the Longkang Kitty's room. <laughs> oh, shit. The door burst open. Who else do you see other than Jeff Bezos himself? <laughs> And Jeff Bezos is naked and riding a motorcycle. <laughs> and then he points at you and he's like, I am so fucking rich. I have the ability to solve all of Singapore's problems. And I will do so. Ha ha ha. If you would just take me out for a night out and make me feel happy. So the, the Singapore government bursts into action. The SWAT team rapples through the roof. Lee Sien Long himself is on one of the rappelling teams. And then he's like, John, Angie, Jerry, Dan, you have to do it, man. You have to do it. Tell me your plan for making Jeff Bezos happy for one night in Singapore. Okay, this plan must make him happy, you know. If not, if he doesn't, then he's not going to donate money and Singapore's not going to be the utopia. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I'll bring Jeff Bezos to downtown Chattanooga, Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And do what? No, just bring him there. Oh my God, Jerry. Let's look at how beautiful it is at night. The pants. MBS, ah. You're like, oh, let's just go MBS, okay? Fine, fine. <laughs> That's Jerry's answer. But Jerry, do you think that Jeff Bezos will not, won't, he'll be able to do it himself, ah? Guy, oh, owns- man. I just thought of the best fucking thing. Okay. Do you know that there's a petition online that is asking Jeff Bezos to, to buy the, the Mona Lisa and eat it? Right? Right? Oh, eat it, yeah, yeah. I'm, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring him, right, to Lee Kuan Yew's grave. <laughs> We're gonna crack open that motherfucker. <laughs> And we're gonna eat a piece of the coin. <laughs> Come on. When you is cremated. Sprinkle a bit yeah. of his dust on, over his stick. Okay, his, his medium well stick. <laughs> okay, thanks, John. Uh, Jeff Bezos will certainly save Singapore. <laughs> very good, very good. Okay, okay. What about you, Angie? I feel so vanilla after listening to the both of them. I, I was like, oh, um. I'll find out what kind of girls or boys or whoever Jeff Bezos likes, you know, and then I'll get a bunch of them all oh naked and like, you know, wearing like shimmery clothes or, you know, whatever that like he prefers. And then I will um take him to eat chili crab and have him surrounded <laughs> by all these people. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then... Uh, what if he like grabs, like grabs off your hand and... Angie, I do not wish for any of these people. All I want is you. And he just stares deep in your eye with his like naked 
And then he's oh, like, oh, if that like, is the case, okay, easy, I'll sacrifice myself. <laughs> you fucking like do whatever you want to me and then you, you know. Hey, wait. In that case, you better are, get a fucking paycheck out of it. At least, like, yeah, exactly. Why I sacrifice myself? No, like, no, no, no. Then I'll be like, okay, though, you know what? Fuck Singapore. Like, you just give me all the money oh that you're gonna save Singapore hey, with. Thank you that. very please much. Don't, do that. don't be selfish, Angie. Don't be selfish. Why not? <laughs> don't be selfish. Why not? I actually 100% Angie's effort to be selfish. <laughs> yeah. Then after that, like, I why will, should I sacrifice for Singapore? After that, I will tell her, can you please reinvest some of the money in the long gun kitties? Just a bit, just a bit. Just a bit, yeah. Yeah, just a bit. Just 1%. Whatever yeah. he gives you, right, just 1% is enough. Even, even, like, if he even gives me 0.1% like, is enough. If he could save the whole of Singapore, right, and he gives me all the money, just because like, I can sacrifice like whatever part of my body, I don't give a shit, you know. You, you want to stick whatever in whatever orifice, right? Go right ahead. What if he wants but, to eat like one of your fingers? It's like, eat one your, of my fingers. Yeah. Uh, take it. <laughs> I don't care. Oh God, like, hey, dude, like, if, if he, if, the money, right, I can just make a bionic finger and it'll be so much better than my original finger. <laughs> you know? Whatever. But anyways, if he's gonna give me that much money, I wouldn't need to be in the long gun kitties anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just donate 1%. I bet you can, yeah, ca- I'll you just can cash give you like, yeah, yeah, I'll just give you, I'll, be like, I'll cash out of this stupid, like, <laughs> I will, you know what? I'll learn from Jeff Bezos and like, fire myself to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's I thought that's a like musk. No, no I think Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos wants to do yeah, yeah. space. Oh, yeah, he's got. But I think he, he's saying he he's okay to die in space or something. Like, that. like he even mentioned he doesn't mind if the spaceship like explodes on his way to Mars or something. Like he's what he's already earned so much money that nothing that matters anymore. Yeah, Jeff Bezos, if you want to eat my finger, please <laughs> come come to me. Okay, just come to me. Don't eat the Mona Lisa. Fuck the world. It's just a piece of paper. This yeah, is, yeah. This is I'm good. willing NG to sacrifice my finger, okay? Yeah. You can even take my middle finger, which is my most precious finger. <laughs> I'm so ready. Come at me, Jeff. Fantastic. Okay, all three of you end up saving Singapore. Wow. No, I don't want to save Singapore. Amazing. Yeah, NG didn't save Singapore. I saved myself. <laughs> yep. Except my finger. Okay, I will ask. What I'll do is that I'll quickly... Ask Lee, uh, ask Lee Sien Loong to give me all the chocolate in Singapore and I'll consume as much chocolate as I can. Just fucking keep on eating chocolate. Then ask Jeff, Jeff Bezos, do you want to taste one of the wonders of the world? Oh and no. Then, then I, I knew where this was my, going. My breast milk out and chocolate for it. It's chocolate. Lactate. Milk. Oh, I thought you were going to like ask him whether he wants to eat chocolate flavored shit. <laughs> what? If this is a thing, you know, like this in Japan, because like there was this, uh, there was this restaurant or what where like right. women would just eat like a, a diet of like say chocolate or whatever, and then men who have or rich people who have fetish of eating shit would just go there and like sample different types of shit. John, you think this is degenerate, but you must understand that if you are so fucking rich and you've done, you can do. You have any boy or girl or creature you want, you you will definitely go for the more esoteric stuff and confirm one like eating fingers or eating yeah, chocolate actually, shit actually I'm surprised if he wants to eat a finger like I would be like okay maybe he wants part of my liver you know yeah take it take it liver <laughs> regenerate rich people have different problems from yeah. us they, they want to experience the things that nobody else has experienced before like, have- like Epstein like what yeah like Jeffrey Epstein I mean I would say Epstein <laughs> is actually quite vanilla that's because he's not Jeff Bezos rich uh. that's true you need to be Jeff Bezos. Like, who knows what kind of crazy shit he has done. Yes, that's but true. You don't Maybe know that's why that. Amanda Bezos left, left him. Well, she's going to be very rich, though. Is this is why Amanda Bezos is, lo- is missing one finger. She... <laughs> photographer. But you don't know that because she has it bionically yeah, replaced. Uh. <laughs> she's the richest woman, in the, richest woman in the world and her source of income is divorce. Hey, she was with oh. him way before like he got rich, ah. Uh. Divorce. She wouldn't have gotten like forty billion dollars rich without that fucking divorce. Like, come on. Okay. Any last words? If she didn't. She didn't get divorced. She would have access to all that money. Technically. Really? Don't think so. Okay. Any last words, guys? Jeff, come, come for my finger. Come for I'm my ready. breast milk. I'm ready. Degenerous. Okay, and with that, that's <laughs> up the end of today's episode. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Join our Discord. You can get invited to the Discord. John, don't talk about the merch. <laughs> you broke its flow. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's try it I'm like, it. I really like, like got the, I got it down, pat, and then it's like, merch. 
Okay. Do, do it again, do it again, do it again. Do it again. No, okay. Never mind. This, this part is actually funny. I'm going to leave it. Don't. Why is everybody out to make me look bad? Yes, I'm going to make you look bad. Okay, we have merch, guys. We have stickers. By the time this episode comes out, we may or may not have the online store yet. If it doesn't, uh, our online contest might still be ongoing. We will be giving out stickers if you submit a magical moment for us. We will give out five stickers. So maybe two for one episode, three for the next episode. Just submit a magical moment via Discord. If you want to invite to Discord, just PM us over the, uh, Instagram or Facebook. And us, you, and you shall receive. Okay? The stickers, guys, is amazing. You stick the sticker on your kitty. Put the kitty in the longkang. <laughs> then it's a longkang kitty with a longkang kitty sticker. Wait, wait, wait. Did Maybe. you just recycle that from the last yes, episode? I did. I did. Ew. Because it's amazing. I All love right. this idea so much. John, okay, can I say one last thing and then we end the podcast, okay? One last thing. Just now in the podcast, you were making fun of old fuddy-duddies, right, who cannot understand technology or use technology. But I want to point out that you just now, right, were trying to figure out why the fucking mics and the recording couldn't work. But it turns out that you didn't plug the mixer via USB into your laptop. <laughs> so, get this right, audience. The mixer was not plugged into the laptop. And then John was, like, rushing around trying to see why, why the audio is not working. <laughs> I like to remind everybody, right? Without me, uh, being the center of the universe of this fucking podcast, right? First of all, there will be never ever be any episodes that publish. You want to, you want to make fun of me not plugging the mixer, right? There will be no mixer. There will be no mixer if not for me. No mics also. No mics. No, no mics. Then. Okay. No long kiri. And didn't you just buy a new laptop just for this? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, John. So, yes, I fucked up plugging the USB into the mixer. Big whoop. Oh my god. Crucify me right now. God damn. <laughs> Goodbye everyone. Bye. Bye.